Welcome, all players, to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast, where we discuss the latest and greatest in entertainment and pop culture. I'm your host, Dylan Ramirez. In today's episode, I'm joined by the biggest gaming nerd in the universe, my good friend and co-host, Akram. How's it going, Akram? Very well. And yourself, Dylan? I'm doing good. Excited to talk about these, these games coming out. Oh, me too. Me too. We got a lot to review. Got a lot of coverage for you guys. So just want to mention our podcast is brought to you by Anchor, which is a free podcast hosting service that distributes to all the major platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all the other ones. You can also check out our YouTube channel in the description. In today's episode, we'll be breaking down some of our favorite games and moments from E3 and Summer Game Fest 2021. You've got questions and we've got answers. So grab a seat and let's dive into the tea. All right, Akram, you want to start with uh, Summer Game Fest? Well, yeah, um, a great show overall. I mean, Jeff Keighley, he always gets the top-notch people to join his events, such as, you know, the Game Awards. Um, we saw Jeff Goldblum here, which is really interesting. I thought, I was shocked, actually, that he was here. And they also, he also mentioned the new Jurassic Park game, which I'm not too familiar with those games anyway, but um gene carlo esposito was there to promote far cry and overall it was a good performance from uh weezer as well mm-hmm. um i i enjoyed it i mean it's so so underwhelming the whole thing with summer game fest and e3 but um other than that you know 50 50 for me how about yourself um i mean i didn't watch too much of it uh i did catch the last parts of it i did see like some of the stuff you posted on instagram with yeah. um Giancarlo and Jeff Goldblum. So, I mean, it looked great. I mean, as far as like a kickoff for E3, it looked like they, they covered their bases. Some things we predicted were confirmed. So, Elden Ring, man, oh. I'm excited. <laughs> I know. I'm, I know. I'm, uh, I was shocked actually. And, and apparently, like some behind the scenes tea for you guys. Uh, Jeff Keeley was sitting on this trailer basically for like, couple of months maybe even to a year so and it was always gonna premiere at summer game fest so i thought it was gonna be e3 i think we were talking about like e3 it's showing up but here and i mean that's awesome to see some gameplay uh see from software's hard work mm-hmm. that they've done um and just just in case you guys didn't know which i'm probably sure you do know it's written by george r, r. martin and co-written by the godfather of souls games hidetaka miyazaki so it's really, really interesting to see what they can do. I wonder what they could add from both their personal experiences. I'm not too familiar with Souls games such as you. I know that you were playing Sekiro I mean, recently. From what I've seen, I think um, other sources have said like this is going to be different from the other Souls games. I mean, you'll be able to jump uh, and move faster than previous Souls games. And this is going to be cross-platform, I think, for Xbox, X and S and PS5 and also PC, which I'm excited for. Awesome. So it comes out January 19th of 2022. There's going to be a lot of cool weapons you can utilize and the animations look great. So I'm, I'm hyped for it. Yeah, that's cool. I might check it out. I mean, I'm kind of a wimp uh, with Souls games, you know, but yeah. uh, I mean, I who isn't? I mean, Souls it. games are like, <laughs> but I mean, I'm yeah. used to playing Sekiro, so I'll, I'm excited to see what this game has in store. You mean you're used to being <laughs> completely <laughs> beaten up in Sekiro? <laughs> but no, Listen, yeah. That's... Just because I hide behind the towers. You're supposed <laughs> yeah. to do that. 
Stealth is I key. Guess. Hey, whatever works for you, whatever <laughs> tactics is best. I mean, yeah, th- no, this is exciting. He's I mean, me, one... guys. He's low key, like <laughs> coming after me. <laughs> I got some other tea uh, behind the scenes bloopers, maybe one day, perhaps. But um, yeah, I mean, one game award for most anticipated game. So everyone's excited about this. Jeff Keighley played the trailer so many times, like at least ten times. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that everyone finally gets to see, you know, from software's hard work. So very mm-hmm. nice. Um, another thing that they mentioned a summer game fest, which is two. One, I don't, I don't, I'm not really well versed in these games, but everyone's a big fan of Borderlands games. So Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, um, obviously developed by Gearbox 2K Games. And the thing is, the cast is pretty, pretty top notch. I got Andy Samberg, right? We'll oh, learn that. Oh, cool. Yeah, Wanda Sykes, and of course the wonderful Ashley Birch. Um, so there's a lot of like more celebrity involvement now in these games which is like great which, yeah like, there's that, another that, game i want to mention later that has like really cool cast but like just i've just noticed that like with all these new games coming out the industry is constantly evolving into something that's being more you know prominent and and most of people's lives so that's great you know um but yeah tiny tina's wonderlands looks exciting for everyone who's into borderlands you know what i mean it's coming out actually uh Cross gen, you know what I mean? Older gen and new gen, and mm. PC through the Steam and the Epic's Game Store. And it's a full length campaign, which is nice. Oh, cool. It's not just some like three hour thing. I, I might even come like in a separate disc. So very nice. One last thing I'd like to mention for Summer Game Fest, and then I'll let you tell me the rest of the tea is <laughs> Death Stranding's director's cut, which is really, really surprising to see. I, I did not expect that. Uh, Hideo's Bay, basically. So I'm I'm a fan of anything that he produces. I did enjoy Death Stranding. I, have you have you ever played Death Stranding by any chance? Or I have not. I mean, I've seen good reviews about it. I know a couple of people that have played it, and they've 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 told me it's a really good game. So one day I might. Is it on PC or is it only exclusive? It's exclusive to PlayStation, so it's a PlayStation exclusive. I think that See, is... that's why I haven't played it because yeah, no, but it, but console. actually, you know what's the thing? It is on PC because I just realized now that they did like a PC generation update something like that and it looks better on pc i mean it runs better on pc and you could have like a wide camera angle too so it's like mm-hmm. the fov is 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 really nice with this type of game because everything's about scenery you know right. here so but the director's cut they showed a little pre-rendered cutscene, um mm-hmm. and it referenced to metal gear solid obviously because hideo which is pretty funny uh, but i i loved it i i wonder what they would put in this game to make it different i'm sure it's gonna have like a whole bundle of content that was released post-launch mm-hmm. so i think it's only gonna come for ps5 i don't know i stand to be corrected i got i gotta check more into that i hope not i hope other people get chances to to play the director's cut but if it's coming only on ps5 then that means they would have to like put a lot of development and updating the graphics and gameplay and whatnot mm-hmm. or frame rate so but that's exciting. I'm really excited for that. Again, any Jeff, uh, Jeff Keighley and Hideo Kojima are like really tight. So I wonder if we'll see any more A-listers, as they say. And uh, you, Akram, you got to get a collab going on with them. <laughs> man, I'm working on it. Yeah, just do a uh, petition.org. <laughs> you got to so, submit your uh, Last of Us documentary and then. <laughs> yeah. That's your uh, game, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> be on a lookout, guys. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to mention for Summer Game Fest before we move on? No, I guess we could move on. I mean, Elden yeah. was the only game I was really hyped for. So, yeah. Now we've gotten the potatoes out of the way. Now let's get to the meat. Uh, Ubisoft Forward, man. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't see much of Dance Dance there at all. So that's a plus <laughs> for me. I mean, we saw the rabbits there, but oh, Mario uh, and um, Mario and Rabbit Spark of Hope. The crossover, you know, here's the thing too with this industry, um, which I think actually the last of us has become the last of us part two at least became a benchmark for people with disabilities and you know everybody wants to game it doesn't matter what background mm-hmm. you're from or disability so that trailer they had voiceover explaining the actions that was going on at first i didn't understand it at first i thought it was like um like just like a story type of tale that somebody's telling but no it was actually descriptive for people with disabilities or or who, who have impaired yeah, I mean, vision so that's what i'm loving about that these releases like the technology is being like so inclusive yeah. now for like different communities different you know styles of gameplay i want to mention yeah. that rocksmith trailer that was released i know this for some people i thought it was going to be like like a guitar hero type of thing but um so rocksmith is a program or a game that allows you to help you learn guitar which i'm actually really interested because i've always wanted to play guitar so i'm excited for the release um, i don't know if they mentioned the release date but it's basically like it helps you. It has like a vast collection of songs. You can practice at your own pace. The only thing I'm worried about is like the subscription. A lot um, of people are worried about that for this. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of subscription-based games. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'll, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, other than that, it looks interesting. I mean, um, other games to mention, I guess the For Honor got an update. Yeah, I've seen. I I dropped off For Honor a couple years ago. It's I I love the gameplay, especially when it's like melee based. So, uh, congrats to the guys who keeps playing For Honor. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I'm really excited. Oh, actually, guys, there's also an update coming in July 6 for Watch Dogs Legion. So I did see that. Knows. I I knew you were gonna catch that because I know. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I loved. You know, a lot of people hated it, but I see the thing with these Ubisoft games, sometimes the writing could be mediocre. So Watch Dogs 1, I did like the premise of of Aiden Pierce, the whole thing. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 was a little weird because you could choose if you want to kill people or not. I just thought that was weird because the character Mm -hmm. didn't seem like a type of killer. And Watch Dogs Legion is very huge in the setting and and it jumps forward in the future and it's awesome. but the story was kind of still a little bit mediocre. So for them to bring back Aiden Pierce and he looks more grizzled, uh, it's it's very interesting to see. I think I might jump back into Watch Dogs Legion. And you also get Wrench, which is a popular fan favorite character. So mm-hmm. you got basically Watch Dogs 1 and 2 and those guys story into this one. So I can't wait to see that again. That's coming on July 6th uh, if you bought the season pass. And cool, I also, man. do you have any, before I, I begin, because I got a big, <laughs> big one here. Do you have any other takeaways um, from you? Some forward? honorable mentions. Uh, Mirage looked pretty good. from Mirage. the game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Um, yeah. And Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Any the anniversary. Yeah. yeah, there's an anniversary. I wonder if that's going to be a new game or they're going to, look, I'm all for remasters because mm-hmm. some games, they're like so old, you have to like get the hardware to play them. I don't know what that's going to be about, or maybe that's just going to be an event. Well, that's cool. I mean, that's that's really, really nice to see for fans. Mm-hmm. And then I guess we should talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Sure. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> it's funny because I feel bad because I'm dropping off of these Ubisoft <laughs> games after I kind of pass them. But uh, Valhalla, I did I did pass. I haven't played Wrath of the Druids. But the new thing they got going on, which everyone's been waiting for, is the Siege, Siege of Paris. Paris. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. We didn't get too, too much information on that. I'm more excited about the future 
content for the game, but with Siege of Paris, I guess it'll be akin to Viking River raids, something along Was those lines. Was that based on like an actual like historical event? Well, everything from Assassin's Creed is, but like with the Siege of Paris, they were they were Dididalian in uh, Paris. If you watch Vikings uh, from the History Channel, which I absolutely love, My go watch it. And you'll show. see. Yeah. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, it's I, I'm mad that they finish but you got to finish when you can but and they they mentioned like the discovery tour too it's like for all you history yeah. buffs um if you want to just explore like viking history i thought that was really cool yeah they they're so good like this trilogy of the rpg assassin's creed is so good at making maps uh because in egypt they actually apparently there was like a, a hidden tomb within mm-hmm. one of uh one of you know something from egypt i don't know but they were so detailed like in the game and it turns out with them not knowing it it turns out that there was actually a real hidden tomb and they actually found that recently so i think they won an award for that so Mm -hmm. it's it's a really it's a really it's a really cool moment for for game developers in general especially you see that your hard work is so polished so siege of paris i mean here's the thing with next gen and ubisoft tried to do this with uh far cry 5 they try to put assess great valhalla you know in general is a huge game but the thing is it's huger because you could visit different landscapes so like norway so you know in england so now you got paris and i think you had ireland uh for wrath of druids but i'm not sure how big the map size is so i'm excited to see what more they could do with the Mm -hmm. game i mean they're going to support it for a long time you'll be fighting against the saxons of england correct i think so yeah yeah i think so okay um very very cool also i'm Look, here's the thing. I miss OG Assassin's Creed, even though if like a lot of people are on the fence about how good after Assassin's Creed 3, how good the games have been. I understand there's a decline and and polish, but I just miss the old way Assassin's Creed used to be. Like if you play Unity now, it's super polished and, and the gameplay is awesome and, and the parkour. But I don't like the stuff when they dabble with gods. You know what I mean? So they did that in yeah, Origins I mean- a little bit. The franchise is always kind of like teared off of the original games, but right. And I mean, it's a shift. If, if the gameplay was consistent, you know, it would it wouldn't be yeah. too much of a problem, you know. It's a shift in in creative directions. There's a lot of people in and out of the game. Um, but they they showed a teaser for Odin, so there's gonna be Odin related content, and that that reminds me a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So I I platinum Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That was the longest time I ever played an RPG. And there was a lot of content that had to do with gods, you know, uh, Fane of Atlantis, and then you get to go to the underworld. So I got a feeling that this is going to be, I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla anyway, you get to go to Asgard, you know what I mean? And you get to go to Jotunheim. So I think, I don't know where they will take this, maybe an underworld thing, or maybe they're going to continue the story of the Isu, because that's a little spoiler for anybody that doesn't know. But anyway, the game's been out for so long, so uh, the Isu are heavily involved. So Odin is basically Isu. And so I'm really interested to see how they're going to continue that story. But uh, one thing I want to mention, too, is my another another game that I'm actually hyped for. I was mad that he didn't sound really hyped for it. But uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. I, I was trying to save for the last because they, they I'm saved that for <laughs> the very end of um, Ubisoft. But yeah, man, I, I mean... Yeah, Akram's been kind of like dissing me, guys, because I'm not too hyped for it. But <laughs> it, it yeah. still looks great. I mean, they only showed a cinematic, so it's not much to go off. 
but man they've been working on it for a while it's a first person massive open world game and they work closely with james cameron and the studio lightstorm entertainment so i i'm not sure if this is going to be canon towards the story of the avatar i i don't mm. know it's going to take place in a once western frontier uh so maybe it can be canon without you know intruding on the events of any film that will come out in the future mm -hmm. but we see new animals there we see new flora um and you it's got, you, expected for 2022 right exactly and it's only next gen so next gen hardware only and you know you got to push back rda forces that that brings the question up where does this take place in the timeline is this after mm. the events of avatar because i read the new avatar comics and jake soley basically is chilling on pandora and there's some turmoil with the navi and leftover rda forces mm -hmm. but i just want to know why are you still pulling pushing back rda forces in general you know everyone's supposed to be at peace so maybe this is a prequel it looks more like film. a prequel in my opinion because i mean it's uh, yeah. frontiers of pandora so it's probably they're trying to colonize before the main canon of the the movie yeah i mean it could be, and that's fine too i mean oh it's developed by the snowdrop engine so the same engine that was used for mm -hmm. the division i haven't played much of division like i played i think one full year of the division one and with add-ons and dlc whatever and you know it's okay game i liked it um i mean it pandora some... would be a awesome for an open world game just like exploring it like all the yeah, environment oh, of course all the, of course the creatures and everything like it's design a shame. is just beautiful artistically it it's beautiful but it's a shame like i'm not a big fan of like open world first person games I, i'd rather for it to be third person so i kind of feel uncomfortable but mm -hmm. um it it looks great i mean that's the thing with with uh, the next thing i want to mention is far cry six season pass um that that's the biggest they say like one of the biggest open worlds they've made for a far cry game so mm -hmm. I think that's the, the route they're trying to go. To fish. <laughs> <laughs> I just want that chicken. There's like this fierce chicken there. I just want a pet of that. But um, yeah, the season pass. Season pass is is crazy. Um, yeah, the villains. As, as, oh my god, Jesus. Yeah, Christ. I think that's gonna be akin to the Shangri La DLC in you know in in Far Cry Four. So. Mm -hmm. That looks awesome. That looks wicked. I can't wait to play as them. I miss Voss a lot. I think that they're going to put actually a new, well, they are going to put uh, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon into this. That's a fan favorite. So everyone loves Blood Dragon. Um, that was with Michael Bean, if you haven't played it before. So that that's <laughs> that's really interesting. 80s, 80s thing. And they also got something going on on Netflix too. Uh, um, their own little anime. Yeah. So, and that's tied into Far Cry Blood Dragon. The so. franchise expands. <laughs> yeah. And again, Far Cry 6 releases on October 7th. It's going to release for new gen and previous gen on PC and Stadia. Mm -hmm. So is there anything else you want to mention for, for Ubisoft? Um, I think there's like one more. You forgot Rainbow Six Extraction. I forgot. Drops September 16th of this year, I believe. Yes. It'll be one to three player co-op. You'll be fighting against an alien threat in the right. Orpheus research base in Alaska, uh, focuses a lot on teamwork, on strategy. It's uh, cross platforms, I believe. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I haven't played Rainbow Six in a long, long time. I tried it out once when it was like pretty vanilla. So good for you guys who play Rainbow Six. But, uh, you know, I don't know. This is like a, they're like really straying away. I mean, they've done events before with like aliens and stuff because I've seen that. But they're really straying away from whatever Rainbow Six is. <laughs> and uh, it's becoming kind of like this Overwatch-esque type of storytelling. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's that's now the trend, you know, with like Apex, Overwatch, now Rainbow Six or well, Call of Duty. The even. key objective, I think, is this game is um, extraction. So you'll be trying to get your teammates out of hotspots as well as fighting the different alien species like the grunts. Uh, I took a couple notes on those, like some of them are grunts, the reachers uh, and the apex, mm-hmm. I think, is the, the boss. Oh, OK. Uh, interesting. Uh, you'll That's be also really using different like arsenals. You'll be using drones for like reconnaissance and infiltration right so it looks it looks really interesting uh i might get into the, it the premise yeah i mean and if you could squad up with people i mean i'm sure it's and it's, it's plenty of competitive stuff in there too as well right. so it looks interesting i'm I, I like the design wise of it it's pretty original so yeah i mean that's our takeaway for ubisoft forward if you guys have any more stuff that you want to mention, just mention in the comments below if you're watching. Yeah, on sorry, YouTube. if if we don't get to your favorite game, guys, there's just so much to cover this. We have like Macrum has like 11 notepads full of notes. So yeah, we got we got taste. Don't uh, don't cancel too. us. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, moving on to Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Woo! Good Lord. They gave us like a CVS receipt. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so let's start off with starfield most importantly starfield yes 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 i man everyone has been waiting for this game just like they have done for elden ring and um it's a teaser trailer that's fine i am pleased with it though and i'm pleased with some interviews that todd howard has done and some of the writing team has done with game journalists over the past few days and what do you think about it what do you what do you think the trailer was like super cinematic. Uh, I love right. the. I mean, I wish we would have got like some beta gameplay or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks it looks clean. And then uh, releasing on Xbox X, X and S, right? Yeah, Xbox exclusive. Let me tell you, I am not an Xbox guy. I have an Xbox Series X. I'm dying to get more games to play uh, exclusively in Xbox Series X. So I'm really, really satisfied that this is just an Xbox exclusive game. And of course, you can play it on PC if you got Game Pass. So mm-hmm. all around, I, I think they definitely deserve a big AAA game to just be, you know, Xbox exclusive like that. And apparently Todd Howard, too, called it uh, the Han Solo simulation, which I'm you know really what it reminds me of. It reminds me of that. I was just thinking about when I watched the trailer, the Remember with that episode of uh, Love, Death, and Robots with Michael B. Mm. Jordan? Oh, yeah. That, it reminds me of that. Me of that. <laughs> the aesthetic, yeah. If it's like that, I'll play the fuck out of it. I don't care. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I um, kind of like felt like, I don't know if anyone has seen this movie, um, Ad Astra with Brad Pitt. I was thinking I felt like some similar uh, energy from that as well. Um, but apparently some, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just want to mention it'll be dropping on November 11th of 2022 which oh 2022 oh okay okay yeah then so they, that makes it sense. was it was in the trailer right 11 11 yeah, yeah, yeah don't well, don't add makes... me guys <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense though it, it does make sense because then that's why they would only show a teaser trailer because i was thinking if it's going to release this year yeah why not well show, show a trailer gameplay. right yeah right because so. that's what they did with elden ring i mean um they say get in a ship explore the galaxy and the premise somewhat that we hear is the constellation is the last group of space explorers like NASA meets Indiana Jones meets the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, mm-hmm. one of your favorite throwback movies <laughs> that we did in a previous episode. And there's going to be multiple factions, as you could expect from a Bethesda game, right? As they've done mm-hmm. in Far Cry or Skyrim. And it's set 300 years ahead of time. 
So, of course, that makes sense. So, very interesting. I mean, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> yeah, the, the look looks very utilitarian. You know what I mean? It definitely looks very mm. realistic from what I could tell. So, I'm excited. Oh, you get to go to different planets apparently, too. So, this game is going to be huge. Yeah, so, for man. sure, did they say it's going to be previous gen or next gen? I think it's only for next gen, I which makes it's sense. Be next gen, from what I, I remember. It makes sense because if it's such a huge game, I mean, 2022, wanna... so probably it makes sense. So, yeah, that, that's my prediction that I think 2022 onwards, 2023, like mm. a lot of last gen stuff is kind of die off because people want to show off the hardware. You know what I mean? Right. So Who knows, maybe really, I'll end really up really on promising. Pandora. <laughs> maybe. Hopefully <laughs> we will see. Uh, what else do you got for us, Dylan? On uh, Stalker Showcase? 2 looked really good from that gameplay trailer. Man, I thought that was a, another Metro game at first. That was like so hype. I was like, oh, yeah, I never played a Stalker game. I don't know about you. It looks yeah, really good. I've never good, played though. the first one, so I can't tell you much. But um, I mean, this is set in Chernobyl. Um, mm. <laughs> that monster scared the fuck out of me. I'm not going to lie when I watched yeah, it. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> that fellow was like Stranger Things. It was like, you see that monster just out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I thought it was Metro. I was like, oh, they're doing new things with Metro or it's a reboot. Right. Yeah, that's but cool. the music is really good. And it is. It's on uh, Xbox and PC and next gen coming april 28th of 2022 uh looks really good i have to learn russian for that but uh, <laughs> yeah they just don't put any subtitles or right. anything it's all russian <laughs> they just assume you know it's so they... <laughs> no and like like the the ui cues is just in russian right uh, <laughs> russian lettering so <laughs> back for blood by warner bros that's cool um, i never played left for dead so I don't know if I'm gonna try this. Um, I'm interested in seeing what they got going on. It looks it looks pretty enticing from what I could tell. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be four player co-op. There's gonna be different modes: uh, swarm mode, player versus player, and human versus zombie, which is really cool. So you'll have some diversity. And player that, versus player too. That's cool. Yeah, okay. it's crazy. So and then that'll mm -hmm. drop on October fourth around Halloween, probably. So makes uh, sense this year. Contraband looks really interesting. Did you see Contraband. that? I kind of slept on that, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't much to go on, but uh, I like the trailer, though. Um, yeah. It's going to be co-op, Xbox exclusive, and PC. Uh, open world, which is interesting. Mm. Um, I'm wondering if this is going to be like a heist-style game or like some kind of Tomb Raider-style game. Yeah, I or was... Uncharted, I, I, kind of. I, I peeped at it. It looks really interesting. I'm like, it, it got my curiosity. I just slept on it for, for some reason, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, was there like any game before that, or I don't think like so. like it, I think this is gonna be like an original. So okay. that's why I'm wondering like what what the style of it is gonna be. Okay. Um, uh, time will tell. And then mm. um, Sea of Thieves. I used to play that game. Um, Pirates Ooh. Life comes out. Yeah. Introducing Jack Sparrow, which is really cool. Yeah, good. good I didn't think crossover. Disney would be involved in this, but I mean, they're making their mark. So yeah, they're all over now. That's that's great. That's so great property to, to get in there. I'm gonna have to replay that with Matt because I, I fell off that game for a while. But um, yeah, a lot of pirate games have been really popular these days. I'm Which guessing good. Black Flag started it all, but yeah, absolutely. That that looks good. I mean, it's not it's not my cup of tea, but uh, it has a huge huge fan base. So huge community, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So that will be dropping on June 22nd of this year. Um. Yakuza Like a Dragon is available now. That's the funniest trailer I've ever seen in my <laughs> yeah, life. It looks so cheesy, like, but it looks What's fun. going on? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I felt like I was on a different planet. I was like, I what's going like on? I felt like I was here? watching like 
the drunken master or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if only real life was like this. <laughs> right. Um, I guess you want to take this next one. Battlefield, man. Battlefield, yes, yes, yes. We saw some alpha gameplay here. Um, I got some tea on that. It looks really good. It, it looks really good. Um, everything is very vertical this time around, which I'm glad they're going back to verticality because it's so fun to just experiment with when everything's vertical. Um, there's actually going to be three game modes. So there's going to be all out warfare, which has conquest and breakthrough hazard mode, which is squad based. And we don't know what's the third one, but it's not a battle royale. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's going to be huge because there's going to be AI teammates that will fill the battle lobby. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah I, did, I remember that seeing that. Yeah. 128 players. So, I mean, that's that's something, you know, that's something to see. And it's in pre-alpha, um, right? It is. Yes. Yes. But it'll it'll actually release pretty soon in July 22nd. Oh, I'm sorry. Not July 22nd. That, you could see more of that in EA Play, actually. So don't sleep on mm-hmm. July 22nd EA Play. I have um, um, October 22nd is the release. Well, yeah, it's day. October 22nd, 2021 on previous and new gens and PC. Mm-hmm. Um, used with It's developed by the Frostbite engine, of course. Uh, I'm disappointed, though. There's no campaign. I usually play like I'm like one of those guys that like like to play Call of Duty or mm-hmm. or Battlefield just for the campaign. And then I dip into the multiplayer, but like I keep getting my ass beat. So I kind of <laughs> just dip after a right. couple of uh, weeks, maybe. But yeah, we've seen some some leaks as of recently for unique specialists. So there's going to be 10, but there's four that we know of, which is Recon, Assault, Support and Engineer. Mm-hmm. They obviously have their own unique abilities to help out the team and by support the glide suits re- look really cool in that too yeah i'm not too sure if that's meant for everybody uh like every specialist because i think some specialists will only have a parachute but correct me if i'm wrong i don't know um especially like mixed in with the dynamic weather that mm-hmm. that looks legit like i really, yeah, I, man, really I felt like i was watching like mission impossible <laughs> something like that i know it's gonna <laughs> I mean, have a battle pass i'm sorry oh and i was just gonna mention the uh the new maps too did you see the uh New maps, yes, <laughs> yes, I have. It's it's gonna be taking place in South Korea, Singapore, Egypt, Qatar, and Antarctica. The grandfather of big maps here, so mm. it will be huge, and I'm excited for it. Again, I'm excited. There's gonna be story woven into it, right? It's not just gonna be oh multi. It's not gonna be like Call of Duty Black Ops Four. So it, there's some story woven into it. I think it's gonna be more akin to uh, Apex Legends, probably. But mm. so you, really. Um... You mentioned yeah. Battle Pass, too. Yeah, there's going to be a Battle Pass, as you would expect with most of these types of multiplayer games where you got to pay. And then uh, so we'll see how that goes. A lot of people have bad experiences with Battle Passes. Uh, Halo, the next game that I want to speak about, actually will have a Battle Pass that won't expire. So that's good to hear. That's pretty fresh. So Halo, Halo, Halo Infinite. A lot of love footage of that i'm excited <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah it's their baby so we all knew that was coming so oh man the halo hel- helmet's literally inside the hardware uh from the xbox so that's a little easter egg but um yeah obviously developed by 343 but this was more of a showcase for the multiplayer so it's free multiplayer mm-hmm. with cross play and cross progression so that's good um there's going to be a battle pass but it never expires as i mentioned before which is great because there's going to be a lot of customization this time around for uh, armor, weapons, and vehicles. That samurai armor, man. That looked fucking dope. I knew you would like that. Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, whoa. As soon as I that saw that, looked- I was like, take my money. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. <laughs> I know. I mean, there's a variety of vanity here uh, this time around. So that's really good. So I think they're just mm-hmm. trying to build this healthy 
community where you will play for a long time. You know what I mean? That's why the Battle Pass never expires, apparently. Right. And, I mean, it's the 20th anniversary, so they're really trying to bring back their fan base. So, Right, exactly. Um, You get to use grappling hooks here, as you would in I the campaign. I noticed that. That looks interesting, yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of cool experiments. And uh, I think they mentioned could do. it's the largest map, I think 120 frames per second. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's going to release in holiday 2021. Um, there's going to be an academy mode. So that reminds me a lot of Gears 4 and 5. I believe Gears, yeah, Gears 5 had like this training thing that you could do mm-hmm. just to get around the control. So this is going to have the same thing. So that's nice because I am definitely a noob. Uh, even if I played all the campaigns from Halo, but like <laughs> multiplayer, I don't I don't touch because I know I'm going to get my ass beat. But yeah, I can't wait for this to see what's going on with Master Chief. And, and maybe I'll dabble around with, I don't know, multiplayer. Hopefully people mm-hmm. don't don't talk shit to me while I'm playing. But yeah, so that. Oh, and also you're going to have a new vehicle, which is called the Razorback vehicle. Pretty, pretty mm-hmm. self-explanatory. And it's going to be delivered by Pelican. So like OG Halo, it, it doesn't just spawn. It's develop, develop, uh, delivered by Pelican. So really cool okay. stuff. Interesting trailer for it was Infinite too, right? Um, yeah. You're, they're basically finding Cortana. Um, yeah, I felt sad when he switched her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I, I mean, I love the graphics so far. So, Who was that AI that he was talking to? I don't. We don't know because it's just some random AI. It, Cortana became bad in Gears Five, bad-ish. You know what I mean. And mm-hmm. um, so she's AFK, as the young kids say, and uh, <laughs> she's basically out of the picture for now. We'll see what's gonna happen. You know what I mean. There's not much going on for the story. We don't really know mm-hmm. as much. So this was really focused on the multiplayer. So which I'm glad we needed. Or I guess fans need more on multiplayer because that's such a big thing for a Halo games. So. So yeah, Doom Eternal series updates June 29th. Are you series serious? X. Yeah, they mentioned it for oh, series X and S. Okay, what is it? I, I maybe um, it's just probably probably just bug fixes, I would imagine. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm disappointed when I see anything on that. But more on that later. But mm-hmm. <laughs> one I didn't want to mention was replaced. That looked really cool. Replace. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The art that... style for that looks so fucking like insane it's like it's pixelated but it's in a 2d format right but the visuals look and the lighting looks really good yes it does it's amazing they're using the hardware well so mm-hmm. i like that I, another indie i would mention actually is 12 room i don't know 12 minutes pardon me it has Daisy oh Ridley yeah that's what i was gonna mention because uh, i was when i was talking about the uh the voice actors james mcavoy yeah. and uh daisy ridley yeah and william defoe mm-hmm. it's that just three characters here yeah. yeah there's plenty of branching choices that the player can make you know and, and every yeah, time you a, fail uh, it's a murder mystery so you'll be you'll be playing as well basically the premise is one of you're in this room with your wife and then suddenly this cop comes in and arrests you and then you're basically arrested for a murder but then it's in a time loop so you'll be trying to find clues and solve the case of the murder so that looks really interesting to me i, I want to play that yeah i'm, I'm not a big big guy and like playing indies all the time but i i guess i gotta diverse myself more and and so i'm glad we got some nice options mm-hmm. uh for this year so and i'm glad i was gonna mention that to you um i'm glad that they're basically putting a layout of the show mm-hmm. in indies and also big title releases just to show that everything is is equal so that's good for the industry mm-hmm. so 
Um, just a couple more games I want to mention for my last big one. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online for Series X and S. Mm-hmm. And a Hades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Hades coming August 13th of this year. That looks really good. I gotta play that. That that's uh that's a roguelike, so that's mm-hmm. that that's cool. I gotta I gotta play that. I mean, I think it won tons of awards too. So good quality. Mm-hmm. And then finally, just want to drop the last thing that they mentioned was uh the Redfall vampire shooter game. Very interesting. So that's made by Arcane, I believe. Uh, we don't know much about it, but I mean, it's a new IP, so. We'll see. I, I don't know if it's like co-op based. We don't know. We don't really know mm-hmm. much about it. I, I like mostly the cinematic, but uh, I don't think it's just a reveal. Yeah, yeah, it's just it reminded me a lot of. Um, uh, well, I can't think about it. Right Maybe now. think of like Overwatch or like something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, pray. That's the word. It reminded oh, pray, me of yeah, pray. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Bethesda. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I probably will disappoint a lot of people by that mention this too. Outer Worlds two. Uh, oh, that's yeah, a big you. one mm-hmm. yeah 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 so that was announced i i still have to pass i'm like slacking guys i'm so sorry <laughs> i had to pass outer worlds too but that looks cool i love i love the whole it's made by a city and so mm-hmm. i trust them you know in outer worlds too i wonder if it's going to be released for both generations of consoles and uh i don't know it looks great it looks really great and everybody's excited i guess about the new forza horizon 5 as well it's kind of a tech demo oh my god that the that looks amazing like i'm not even yeah, a does. huge forza fan but <laughs> yeah, yeah basically yeah. scanned mexico for that game <laughs> they scan everybody yeah i mean that's the thing that that's when you get a forza game in e3 that's like trying to showcase the hardware you know of that year mm-hmm. and so they took footage and i think i think you told me that in 12k cameras that's, that's yeah man in, the that's HDR cameras it's, i mean it looks beautiful like down they like the graphics are like down to the needle they said for like all the environments. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Yeah, <laughs> I suck at driving in these games, but uh, I I have the the previous one, so I'll try this one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they mentioned you can like um you can drive with friends too, like online. It's like an open world, like drop in, drop out thing scenario, I believe. And I think there's a campaign too. I think they mentioned sort of. Yeah, they yeah. they like pseudo campaign. I mean, it's not well nuanced in storytelling, mm-hmm. you know, like previous uh racing games like Need for Speed or something, but. Yeah, there is there is a, a a subtle story woven in between, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. Well, I guess that covers that. Uh, moving on to Square Enix, I know you want to talk about <laughs> the big one that dropped. <laughs> I'm gonna just go say it right away: <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, Marvel's Woo! Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yes, I got a I got a bunch of tea for you guys. That is. I wasn't expecting that. I think we mentioned that in our predictions episode. I wasn't expecting a whole ass gameplay and pre. Yeah, Boy, man. you you know I pre-ordered that shit day one. <laughs> like when they said, I was like, "What?" You pre-ordered so they, day zero, <laughs> bro. They low key has been working on it all this time, and and without having it leaked, that's just insane. And I, I'm so happy. I I really love the redesigns. I don't know you mm. being like with a background in graphic design. Do you do you like the redesigns? A lot it's, of people it's are like it's a cool kind of, mix of like the MCU yeah. and then like its own original take. Um, some I like like Gamora. She's very loyal to the comics. Um, Drax looks kind of more like towards Dave Batista in MCU. Mm-hmm. Starlord jacket I think is really cool. That's a unique design. I'm thinking like well maybe eventually they'll put like MCU skins for DLC. So, they will actually day one. So when a game comes out there's going to be MCU skins for it 
And if you pre-order the Cosmic Deluxe Edition, so everything, there's no microtransactions, right? You mm -hmm. get what you get. So I think that's the model with Square Enix coming forward. It's like with Outriders, you you know, everything's in a box. That's it. You know, there's no more paid content or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing with the Cosmic Deluxe Edition. You could basically get the Steelbook case, Sunlord outfit, which is an early unlock. So you can still unlock that in a game. Um, the City's Lord early unlock and and also you get the soundtrack which is interesting and a mini yeah, as soon as i heard joan jet in the background i was like fuck i gotta play this game that is cool yeah they so they had in the trailer bonnie tyler hold an hour for a hero hot chocolate everyone's a winner and joan jet bad reputation <laughs> they should have that it like awesome. the, like the songs like somehow like amplify your powers or something i think that would be really cool now they do that's a gameplay feature actually so you get to have like a super move and we've seen that in the trailer uh the gameplay trailer from star lord and he also mm. gets to i'm disappointed we don't get to play as other guardians but he gets to control them and do mm -hmm. attacks using the d-pad so uh, that's yeah, all I'm right disappointed too but um I mean, it is single player, third person, so I do like that. Yeah, um, I, but you can still like yeah, like too. you can still control like the you can uh, have the guardians like their actions. I think right. Yeah, and it's completely interactive. Like you could even go near a jukebox, right? And and mm. and the Milano, and you get to talk to different guardians. And there's plenty of the. So when they drop you into a mission, it's completely open ended. So you could travel around and, and mm -hmm. see different mysteries probably collectibles and you get to uh talk specifically to certain guardians of the galaxy members so that's nice um the main villain is lady hellbender if you marvel fans know her marguerite hellbender from the comics so very interesting i don't know much about her i believe she's a kree i believe she fought she thought uh fought she hulk and one of the issues back At first then. i thought we were getting ronin because i saw her her weapon and i was like oh are we getting like guardians one <laughs> yeah i mean maybe down the line apparently they've been the guardians of the galaxy for about a couple of months like half mm -hmm. a year um it something something bad happened it's set years after a massive galactic war mm -hmm. and so they have to come together and they have to basically do odd jobs as you would expect and hopefully they will win we don't know um yeah, this game reminds yeah, me of like mass effect a lot like just having your choices and then mm -hmm. that affecting the overall gameplay yeah it's definitely it's definitely the play player choice uh uh set up you know what i mean um other songs will appear as 80s classics they said that they will actually have iron maiden kiss new kids on the block rick astley out of all people so <laughs> <Of course. laughs> uh, probably it ends with never gonna get right <laughs> And they're going to have more. So, uh, and just for you guys who's they worried about streaming that. it. Like for the trailer, they should have. They should have. Rick Astley just played. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> but it was like, psych, this is, there's no Guardians <laughs> of the game, a Galaxy game. No, but um, just in case everyone's worried about streaming it, it's definitely going to be, um, there will be an option to turn off music, of course, for DMCA scares. So that's good for everyone who's going to stream on Twitch. And, and that more? drops October 26th of this year, I believe. Yep, 2021. And it's developed by Eidos Montreal, publisher Square Enix. And disappointing thing for me is it's not connected to Marvel's Avengers universe, which I'm like, you know, I'm kind of disappointed because you could start off by building your own Marvel's Avengers world. You know, I mean, they don't, they're nowhere near Earth anyway. So I don't mm. know why they decided to do that. It's its own original story. Yeah. So they're not... They're not talking to Crystal Dynamics whatsoever. It's it's strictly Idols Montreal. Well, it's like um, the 
the Gotham Knights and the Suicide Squad thing. It's just like, why not just like combine? Well, I guess like having their own identity is kind of cool because you can play around with yeah. them and stuff. I guess so, but like, and I guess they kind of want to steer away a little bit from Marvel's adventure. So since it's being, you know, bad received. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, they have a huddle mechanic too. I just want to mention that's pretty, that's pretty interesting where you get to talk to group members and uh, oh, yeah. have music playing yeah. in the background. So it's just, it's very nuanced from what I could mm-hmm. tell from a lot of things on Twitter that I've been reading. It, it's, it's really nuanced and, and, and very packaged to the maximum so so you don't have to pay for anything in the future so that's mm-hmm. nice so yeah that's that's one thing that that oh they also have a novel coming out which is called no guts no glory uh that's a prequel novel so i guess they're gonna go hard on lore for this game which i'm glad and the llama if anybody wondering her name is cammy so <laughs> if anyone i think wondering, uh cosmo's in this too right the dog cosmo and uh What's her name? I forgot her name. Mantis. Yes. Mantis. Oh, Mantis. How can we forget my, my baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It was uh, like voiced by Karen Fukuhara. You know I'll be in that shit. <laughs> bro. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks really great. I can't wait. There's this this uh Square Enix presents event has has it, it started off pretty strong with Marvel content, you know. So we got Black Panther War for Wakanda from Marvel's mm-hmm. Avengers. That's going to be releasing in August. I'm disappointed they didn't show more gameplay, right? Because I feel like we've earned that. Because I'm I'm like kind of hardcore Marvel's Avengers fan, even if it has its issues, you know. Now I'm like hopping mm-hmm. on every now and then. But I wish we'd seen more gameplay. You know what I mean? Rumor has it actually that they changed the original Iconic suit design that was leaked earlier on on Twitter uh, from Backlash. So I think... Crystal Dynamics really likes to take everyone's criticism and try to fix the game wherever they can. But I think the problem is really it's just, you know, the game is built on a certain uh, a certain path or, or a blueprint, you know what I mean? And you're going to have to take at least a year to change it completely. So I don't know. I wish we I hope Black Panther War for Wakanda will do a lot for the game. I hope it brings a lot of people back, mm-hmm. but we will see. I'm hoping uh, it's you- a lot more different from Avengers yeah same what did you think about the design for black panther suit um i think it stayed pretty loyal to mcu right um i thought claw's design was interesting because uh his that giant form he had that's loyal to the comics that was weird yeah Yeah. oh he had a giant form in the comics or it's just no that in the trailer um, when he was fighting that giant right that's his actual look like right, he looks right, right. kind of like androidish in like the comic book, so I thought that was right, a cool right. little Easter egg for Marvel fans. Yeah, that was um, cool. I mean, we also saw Dory Milaje and Royal Bodyguards Shuri. Shuri. She makes an appearance, mm-hmm. and Okoye. I, I I'm not too sure if Okoye was in the comics or she's just an original character from the movies, but mm-hmm. she made an appearance, and that's cool. So they said we'll see more and in blogs and a showcase of outfits, which they've done for the Hawkeye DLC. And I'm one that actually likes the designs that they do for this game. I, a lot of people, they, they, you know, they kind of dog on it, but I, I, I really do enjoy their design. So I'm expecting that in August. I can't wait to play it. And, um, and uh, no additional cost, they said, for this expansion, right? No, everything is free, uh, but their marketing or their business strategy is the marketplace. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying they have to do a better job then to give us original outfits, not just recolorings or reusing assets so Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean they have some cool cool suits in there but 
I don't know. They got to do a better job. And I really hope they, they up the ante because actually in June 22nd, they definitely have to up the ante because they're going to have the cosmic cube event. And Ooh. that's, that's cool. Monica, they're tracking down Monica's secret weapon following cosmic energy mm-hmm. and they have to fight through a facility. So I know everyone's tired of fighting through <laughs> uh, hive facility uh, facilities. I am too, but that's what you're going to have to do to get to the final chamber and face Monica who is now powerful uh, from the, the cosmic cube energy. Yes, 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 yes. And also they're going to have a threat event, which will start on June 24th and end on July 8th. So we'll see, man. Look, like again, I, I've i been with it since day one. I'm surprised how the quality was. I know that COVID hit hard in the industry. You know, everyone had a struggle and everyone had delays and whatnot. But I just feel like the overall blueprint of gameplay was a miss. And they're trying to rectify things and remedy it by adding player feedback and like, oh, yeah, maybe capture jump higher like this or smash through glass doors. You know, mm-hmm. that's great. They're listening. But there's core fundamentals that I need to, you know, fix. I think the pandemic has taught them, like, you know, really take your time with these games and, you know, listen to what the players want. Yeah, everything is rushed. And I understand that because you see, like this industry is such such a competitive market. Right. And so if you don't get something out now, everyone's going to be playing another game. So I get that. But quality, definitely everyone's being more aware now and woke. That quality definitely is way more important than just having it come as soon as possible. A la Cyberpunk 2077. The technology is there. It's just, you know, focus on the quality. That's all you can do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So. um. I'm going to ask you, actually, do you have any other any other uh, things uh, for Square Enix that you I want mean, to mention? Shitload of Final Fantasy reviews. <laughs> so you're a Final uh, Fantasy boy, huh? I'm actually not a Final Fantasy boy. Oh, but, uh, okay. <laughs> but everyone else is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Strangers of Paradise uh, 2022. Uh, a couple of anime games. Legend of Mana looks cool. Uh, that mm-hmm. comes June 24th on PC, Switch, and PS4. And couple mobile games uh hitman sniper and near reincarnation so you know i represent the mo- i represent <laughs> boy <laughs> listen <laughs> well i play genshin on mobile too so it's like i gotta stand Damn. up for, for everybody <laughs> stand up for the little guys right well, that's cool yeah i mean what so what's your overall reaction to the whole event of e3 and summer game fest overall i mean like it's just like, like I said, like pandemics taught us a lot um, where they're really focusing on story and gameplay. And I think we're getting a lot of cool originals um, yeah, as well as some cool sequels too. So, and I'll mention that later because uh, Nintendo Direct had some cool stuff too. But, I mean, I'm excited for the next two years. I think we're going to get a lot of good content going. Yeah, I hope so. I felt like it was kind of underwhelming, to be honest with you. I mean, there were, you know, bombshell drops of of title announcements, granted, but mm-hmm. still, I just felt like there could have been more. And I think I think it's just because of the coronavirus. It really, it really withheld potential of showcasing awesome games that we've expected. But yeah, tell us about Nintendo, man. Um, well, actually, before that, I want to mention uh, the PC gaming show actually mentioned Dying Like Two. But I think oh, we already have. knew. Uh, I think you already mentioned this in the previous episode. Drops yeah. December seventh of this year, right? Uh, so for Nintendo, they did just reveal 
uh, Breath of the Wild sequel, which I did predict in the last episode. Oh, so okay. I'm excited for that. It looks good. They didn't show much gameplay, which is understandable because it's dropping in 2022. Um, but you'll be there's gonna be a lot more than the previous game. It's gonna be floating islands, skydiving, and new powers. I'm surprised they haven't added dungeons though. But they said it's gonna have a lot of concepts from the older Zelda games. Uh-huh. And uh, I did mention this also in the previous episode, the Switch Pro. According to one source, it's in production of next month and it's supposed to be released September, October, which I'm surprised they didn't hold off till holiday. Right. Um, but it's going to have an updated CPU and memory, 720p screen and 4K resolution. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So it looks crazy. The only thing I'm not excited for is the price because obviously it's going to be upgraded in the price too so yeah man how much do you think it'll be um they're speculating it's gonna be in the 400 range oh my gosh yeah just like a what well, is it like so, a yeah it's like blown i know it's it's like is it really gonna compete with like xbox and like <laughs> you know what it is it's, it's i get that that the hardware they're updating but it's really the titles that they have to release to compete mm. you know what i mean um I, but their thing is all handheld. That's why P- PlayStation dropped the Vita. You know what I mean? Because right. Nintendo has that market. So I guess that's the main selling point. But oh, oh, I wanted to ask you. So for the Legend of Zelda stuff, so the new gameplay additions like skydiving and stuff, you didn't have that in Breath of the Wild? Um, I can't remember because it's been a while since I played it. But I think they did in the last one. There was just a lot. Like the difference between like Breath of the Wild and Genshin is like, in Breath of the Wild, like you're a one man army basically. So you have mm. like um a lot of abilities and powers and weapons and stuff, but cool. So I'm excited. Anything else you wanted to mention? Well, I slept on the Capcom thing, but uh cheers <laughs> to you did. guys. <laughs> <laughs> cheers to you guys. You didn't we we don't have a new Marvel versus Capcom apparently. Mm. So rest in peace. But um yeah, I mean, again, I, I'm i somewhat disappointed, but at the same time, too, we're getting pretty awesome games coming in holiday season anyway. So, mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff coming in 2022, which is interesting. So um, we I predicted before that DC, any DC or Warner Brothers related game wouldn't make a, sh- uh, you know, it wouldn't show up. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense because... They basically announced that the new Harry Potter game, which we mentioned back then, uh, wasn't going to be an E3. So understandable, disappointed. But, you know, I, th- I feel like a lot of a lot of these developers are holding their cards close to the chest, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of secret projects that they're working on. They I mean, they, really... they just don't want to pull a cyberpunk, man. They just want to, you know, really yeah. flesh it out. And then when the time comes, because they know we want it, they know we want these games and we're foaming at the mouth. <laughs> So yeah. they're just holding off and, you know, making sure every detail counts. And then, you know, when the time comes, they're going to get the reward. Well, I think that's all the coverage we have for today. So thank you guys, as always, for listening. If you like our discussion and you want to hear more topics like this, uh, be sure to follow us on Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, and Twitter. As always, we appreciate our listeners and we hope you continue to support our show. So Until next time, thanks for having lunch with us. Thank you, guys.